You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Podcast. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your hosts. Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one Two, of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Joe Rogan Experience Review listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash review. In 2021, mental health is finally a thing. So many people are struggling right now and aren't feeling like their normal selves. Therapy helps. And it doesn't have to be sitting around just talking about your feelings. So what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. You can privately talk to someone if you feel like you're not dealing well with your stress or you're having relationship issues. Whatever you need. Don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better. Because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You can keep it private that way. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is all about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash review. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Last week was an interesting one. He did a double header, a double Burt Kreischer. I, I guess once you get that guy talking, you can't, he's a dub- you can't stop. He's a dub- it's too fun. He's a double down guy. He's a double header <laughs> any day of the week. Bit of Rogan news. Uh, I read an article that Rogan was actually knocked off the top spot of the Spotify charts. I think just for like one week or like maybe a couple of days um, by these guys that do a podcast called Banter. Oh, yeah. Uh, which suggests to me that that's like a British podcast because Banter is kind of like the shit talking that okay. we do in England. And it's with uh, Sapnap and Carl Jacobs. And I think they're like gamers. Interesting. So I think this is like a bit of an introduction into like, the you know, those gamer dudes that just, I don't know, they, they film playing video games. That's like super popular. I don't know. I don't watch that shit. But they're so massive, though. They have such huge followings, followings. That, dude. And I think that you know we might see that that's like the future of like all information when it comes to podcasting right uh you know they might just start jumping over and being like yeah we're gonna capitalize in every area here a lot a lot a lot of larpers out there you familiar with the word is it larpers (laughs) i think i think game of people are up from larping though right you think that's a step up i think it's right around the same you is you're you're you're, you're, are you might be a closet gamer so that might be the issue. Uh, <laughs> not really. I just, I mean, 
I, I, I kind of wish I was more of a gamer, to be honest. There's some great games out there. I don't have the patience for it. I don't. I can't fucking. I do some of that. Some of the VR stuff. You, I was, I was, was going to ask you, is that we we were, I was literally about. Yeah, I get on. Like, there's I, some no, good no, games, not, but like, it's. I'm not being it's critical. It's a bit immersive. Should I do it? Should I buy that? Should I pull the trigger on that? Would you endorse that? Because we were. Get one. All right, we'll get it. She, we, I've been talking. Get I'm it. Just, though, though, Facebook was down last week. I heard. Oh. And Instagram. When Facebook is down, you need else. Oculus, huh? <laughs> no, you can't use it. It doesn't work. Oh. Interesting. It didn't work. How long was uh, Instagram down for? Uh, like a day? I don't know. We were bowling, just having fun with actual humans, so I wasn't really that concerned with it. But I did. We did. I actually went. I went to get the bowling shoes. That like my brother and I were both like, "Isn't it weird? Instagram's been down." Did you hear that that meme too? It says something about like Mark Zuckerberg lost seven billion when that time was down or some crazy shit. Did you hear that? Hilarious. Imagine that. Imagine like waking up and somebody being like, "Oh yeah, you're seven billion dollars poorer." Well, imagine what. Now I, I guess I, when you have a hundred billion, I, you don't. I care, was gonna say, imagine but, waking up and saying you got seven billion. Let's go ahead and think about that first of all. But that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. I'm sure he's not too worried about I mean, at that point. I do feel like at that point, how at, do you let that go? At that point, is there a certain point in life where you're just like, all right, money's not a thing anymore? Or are you just always chasing it? Because I don't necessarily think that. I think there's got to be a point where you're like, all right, if you're if in the millions, you have everything you need, you can give uh, give away as much as you need, and, and you can help out all your friends and family. Is there a point where it comes where you're like, all right, I'm good? Not that not that you want to be. I don't think I. I haven't seen many examples. Do you of this. feel that way? Are you chasing money? Like I don't feel like I'm chasing money. I'm chasing the things that I love to do. Like I really feel that. Way. I want some. I want. Yeah, I want some. But... I want to be able to order the guac. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's like, when when when's enough? Like when 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 is it? Is that just like the thing we've made for ourselves? But I think that's the point. I think it's such a difficult thing to understand that it's never enough. I I, I think we're always like, yeah, give us some more of that. I choose, I'll take some more. I choose differently. I'm I'm choosing differently. All right. I'm choosing differently. Yeah, but maybe because you don't have a bunch of like super dope rich friends that are like, we're going on the yacht tonight. And so I'm not comparing. And my... You need to rent your own yacht. Okay. You know, I think it might it might become that right. That's just a theory, but it might be that like all of a sudden, the people that you're around are doing things that are like, hey, we're getting a jet out of this place. You should come and jet out there with us. But are you? And all of a sudden, you're spending money to hang out with people you probably don't even love i don't think i'm gonna do that could happen i don't think i'm gonna do that i'm four no i'm almost 40 but i've, I've fucking got a good little right. good little sifter on like who i want in my life and those people are there and they all right bro we're, so calm down we touch bases with you when you start jetting i don't I, I, no but i don't even think that I, i'm not saying that i'm something like enlightened but i i, I don't know like, are you telling me that if uh, so? Okay, here's the here here. No, I'm just saying I haven't seen a lot of examples. Even of if you were just like, if, it, it just seems like maybe Elon Musk, like selling all his properties and getting rid of a lot of his stuff. It's like, okay, maybe he is starting to be like, all right, this shit's not important. But he also sees the value in being the richest man in the world because and he can do provide, super dope things like go to space. I know, isn't that? Uh, yeah, I've been giving some thought to that too. It's a weird thing to want to approach i not not in a bad way it's just an interesting thing is that like the next move is that what 
Well, where, where are they going to go? At the bottom of the sea? No, I'm, like how how much fun he, stuff's he, going on? Here's down my now? question. I'm not saying that he's wrong, but it's and not to play devil's advocate. But with as smart as he is, like, well, let's let him like attack the homeless problem. This is what's going through my head right now. Like, let's let's let his fucking awesome mind attack some of these like social issues. Like, rather than going to space, because what do we need to go to fucking space for? I mean, I appreciate it. I'm not saying it's bad, but like. I don't know, but like, what if we use hit? Maybe that's where we could put the homeless people. Well, <laughs> let's put the homeless in space, on the moon. <laughs> on the moon, they could have their own colony. <laughs> could be great up there. All right. Well, the, wait, maybe we. Were pro- I don't know. I'm not saying it's like get rid of them. I'm saying that that could be best. No, no. I'm. Have I given the best home? Put them on the moon, and they've got all the best shit up there. And it's thanks you, to Elon Musk. Slow down. You're gonna. I feel like you're gonna have to. If you just talk to a lot of these homeless people, you could probably shape their minds and make them just want something i think that's probably what the kind of what life comes down to right i think you're focused on this because you stayed in la <laughs> and i didn't and you're surrounded by I, I i i literally just told you i walked to pick up the takeout chinese and there was a naked lady with her boobs and her whole body out and she's just rubbing lotion on her body and i'm like you don't see you don't see this in bozeman no no the homeless don't get as dry up here they don't need lotion in bozeman fair enough well but at least she's taking care of herself when was the last time you like lotioned yourself up i rarely do fortunately my girl is like very into self-care and skin care so i'm fortunate in that girl so you understand what i get i get okay let me go ahead and take two steps back i appreciate what she was doing I, I, you're right let's just, yeah i mean if she was as white as me i hope that was sunscreen very white because that's a smart man it sounds like something burt kreischer might do well let's jump on a bit <laughs> because we've got what five hours of I'm, podcast I'm singing, to talk about singing fucking all right number one burt is an absolute legend like there's no way around oh. it. like he is so He's sweet, funny, like gentle, honest. He says really the most self-deprecating shit of any comedian, and I love it. That's exactly like when I, he when I, really gets in the meat of when it. When I when I said when I was when I was taking that pee prior to the podcast, and I said Bert is, and you said what? I just wanted to say that Bert has really grown on me. Like I I've learned to appreciate him a lot. Like he, there was a time there, like in sober October, and just like. I don't know. He just is a lot, a lot of the time. But I just appreciate like his sentiment now, and I think that you just said calling him sweet makes me fucking really appreciate. He was like, I was listening to a podcast with him and Tom Segura just in the sauna the other day, and he was like, "How was Joe at the MMA fight?" And he was just like, "How was he around his daughters?" And and Tom was like, He's, "He treats them like." like normal people he's like that's fucking awesome and just like the way they were talking about it it's just like Bert's just fucking ultimately sweet he's a good guy like it's it just awesome as mine yeah he seems like that i mean and and one of the most amazing things about him is is watching him at the comedy store um he would just come out it would be 10 o'clock on a thursday you know and he just comes out, like, the energy's, like, wherever it is, like, maybe it's high, maybe someone before him, like, really was hammering it, and, like, everyone's, like, perked up and ready to go, or 
maybe it was just like one of the up and comers that were like working their way through the comedy store so it was like an average set nothing he doesn't give a fuck he comes out immediately takes his shirt off ramps it like he finds a way to get the most energy out of everything and then there he is with his shirt off you know looking like the adonis that he is let's be fair (laughs) (laughs) and he just goes into it he just gets going and he just starts talking about his kids doing something or like stealing food from the fridge or like one of his kids he had this bit about one of his kids taking all the pickles or something it was just like it it almost didn't fit with the fact that he had his shirts off but everything about him was like all right i don't know what's going on but this is fucking hilarious i like all of this energy anytime he did it every time every time people need to make more pickle jokes first of all second of all (laughs) number one more pickle jokes but when he was talking about how he tells that machine story and he's like literally joe you putting me on and me telling that story has made my life. Like the like, did you hear like just the the like tone in his voice when they were talking about it was so like there's a lot of love you, that you man. Know what I mean, it was so reverent. It was like it was yeah. It was like he he's enjoying the ride, but at the same time he recognized how he got there, and it's like there's a lot of fucking love to be shown for that. Yeah, didn't he say that the teacher? from that trip reached out to right, him right 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 and was like you made a career out of this story right. because if you listen to it there's a i think there's a good animation on youtube of the story like somebody put one to it and it's it's just brilliant i'll put a link in the bio so you can watch i'm pretty sure it exists unless i dreamt it but <laughs> i'm pretty sure so uh it just is the crazy and like just knowing that the teacher had to deal with this like go back to bert and be like wait you robbed the uh, the people in your class like are you out of your mind that was the best story ever so perfect it was i think that so good. i think the reason that you and i relate to him in that scenario is like uh, we could have done that just, for those of you who haven't listened to the machine story yeah please, i'm not gonna please lie. go I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> please go listen to that story because it is pretty prophetic and pretty interesting yeah it's something else absolutely brilliant (laughs) it i love that so so like obviously during covid a lot of comedians were basically out of work right away and there was it seemed like there was no way around it like they were closing shows down left and right even at the comedy store you had to perform behind the the window which was like some people could do it, but like God, only the best guys could like figure that out. That was brutal. I don't even know that. Then there were people doing Zoom calls, and it's like, look, if something's not hard enough, now you've just made it basically impossible. Andrew, Schultz, but, Andrew so Schultz to go out. Andrew Schultz dominated, and Bird dominated. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, no, hundred percent. Like, like a couple of people. Mark Norman also did great online. Um, Andrew Schultz did, of course, Rush. but then Bert doing those drive-through shows. What a genius! Did, idea. did you hear? What, like it was funny too. That was like a bro moment in that in that podcast. Whenever I can't remember who came on, I don't want to say Eliza, but somebody came on and said that she did the the first person to do the drive-in shows. Not that who cares ego first, whatever. I'm not. Yeah, it was. But, it was but, Eliza. But, yeah, but he was like Eliza. Joe immediately was like, "Were you?" Like, I remember that podcast. He was like, were you the first? He's like, I think 
Bert actually was the first that did it, and then they like discussed it on this podcast. Like he brought it up, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> no disrespect to Eliza. Like she's cool, but it, it, she took it. No, she's she, badass. She took, and you know what? She she may have thought of it she, independently. Right. She talked. I believe she, that. she took it back. Who cares? Either way, it doesn't matter. But it was just funny to see him like show some like bro love on that moment. Is my point. Well, sometimes it takes a moment, right? Right. To just be humble enough to be like, okay, who the fuck came up with this? And uh, after the ninja Jamie got into it, (laughs) I think we figured out that it was was fucking good, 100%. And what a good idea. Did you hear how many shows he did? What a fucking Florida move. What a fucking Florida move. It's like so awesome. Like, what a good, what a good, like, that's just like fucking mouses that get in the butter they churn the butter and they get out that's what fucking Bert did he's like I'm gonna make a career out of this and he's dude he's fucking huge now too like huge good yeah. for him I'm, I mean he was he was big before right. but what a yeah, brilliant so idea smart. and even the fact that he was taking a loss like it, he had that DJ it like cost him a lot of money right. and he's like he fuck saw it when you, and then within how long he was just selling right. out when you think well, I think to give him some credit, and who knows, but I think if you start thinking from the end in any of these things, you're going to win. Like, don't just get caught up in the moment. Just think about the end game. When That's probably what he, yeah. like, he's probably, he was smart enough to see the numbers, you know what I mean? I just wish that more comics had, like, kind of followed suit during that time, right. and then we wouldn't have had such a downturn, you know, downturn. That's a it. good point. But, you know, that's not his responsibility. No. He came up with the idea. That's a brilliant idea. Right. He's not going to then reach out to every comic that exists and be like, right, everyone needs to do this. He's just trying to keep his fucking boat afloat, it was all, and I respect it. Was it was awesome hearing him like be transparent about the fact that Tom was like, that's a terrible idea. And he's like, or I don't think he said terrible, but he like just wasn't completely on board. Was that is that accurate? Yeah, well, Tom, you've heard Tom talk about, uh, if you watch the Comedy Store um, special they did, that was just about all the comedians there. And then there's this moment where Tom Segura is coming out of one of Joe Rogan's podcasts, like podcast fucking 10. And, and um, Brian Redbank gets him on film going, why is Joe doing this? What a total waste of time. Like, I think, I think Tom is genius as he is. And he's absolutely brilliant. Those shows he puts on his comedy, everything the like legend. But I, but I think he just has that. Like, we should almost just wait for Tom to say it's a bad idea and, then, and, and know that we should and invest then, and in then it. And then do it. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> if Tom's like, I don't like how this sounds. You know what's going through? We just go, okay, put $1,000 into to, that right to now. To Tom's credit, and I don't know his mom, but I'm thinking to myself, he probably heard his mom or dad say that, and now he's just reciprocating those words. So to, to his credit, I could see that being the, the – I don't think that that kind of stuff is, like, embedded in your head. Well, to be fair, there's a lot of dumb ideas out there. So right. true, true, true. All true. we really know is that he didn't really like two of them, <laughs> but he was that worked out. He was probably right ninety nine percent of the time, right? Yeah. With like most ideas, he's probably like, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I, I bet when it comes to Bert, he's got a fucking use kind of a filter on that. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he'll start believing more. And I mean, who the fuck? I'm sure Bert has. Bert probably has 50 ideas a day that are completely. They're nonsense. great ideas. I mean, I watched. Did you watch that 
video of him and uh, his wife. I, it's escaping me her name. But she, the, he bought a cold plunge after Joe did, and she's like, I'm going to do this for 30 days. She says, everybody that's never done a cold plunge is like, I'll do this for 30 days. And you're like, ooh, that was not what I expected. And she got in there, and she thought she was like going to lose her life. And he's like, yeah, that's 29 days more to go. And I, I, I haven't followed up with that story, but I'm imagining she was like, that was awful. And then like five minutes went by, and she's like, now I, I feel really good. And he's like, that's what happens. And I, not to be woo-woo, but isn't that the whole thing about suffering is when you go through suffering, you feel good afterwards. Yeah, but do you think Bert did 30 days of that stuff? Too? I don't know, but I know he bought the cold plunge. So let's call Bert. Can you reach out and let us know? <laughs> Bert, can you let us know? Like Bert cares. He's like, these fucking nerds. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he got in there and did it. Like, that might be a challenge he would be up for. I mean, to be fair, you can just sit there with a, you know, a strong Tito's. <laughs> I don't think you could sit in a cold plunge with a strong Tito's, and I like Tito's. Yeah, you'd shake all the ice out of it. <laughs> I don't, I, did I, I told you that moment when, when I was, we, I said I was going to do three minutes, and then I said I was going to do five minutes, and then Alicia had to come out of the sauna and say, get out of the cold plunge with it. It was at ten minutes. But I had a complete. Uh, there's a disconnect you can come from in your brain that like, completely disconnects from. I don't want to say pain because I don't know if it's pain, but I think that pain sucks. But cold was something that I could just breathe through. I think it's practice. Probably pra- I don't think that it's. I think that the first time you did it, you didn't think. No, that that's way. good. I bet the first time no. you got in there, you were like, "Fuck no, this." No, that's fair. But then after after a while, the the cold. No, that's um, very true. Plunges. It kind of, I don't want to say it's a state of mind like you have to choose, but I feel like your nervous system gets used to it and realizes you're not going to die. No, that's totally right. And then it, and then it starts to kind of like what if, settle down. What if we just associated that mindset to the rest of the life? Mm. <laughs> I noticed you're clanging cans around no, clang can- this episode. No. <laughs> But what what makes me think about it is like like Joe had some technical difficulties with his earphones, right. like his headphones. Remember the beginning of this episode, and I couldn't help but thinking Garrett is the living personification of a technical difficulty. And I'm like, I can't. I appreciate. That. I don't. I can't. I can't fix it. I don't know. I'm definitely telling. I just say, hey, could you not clang things around? And you love it. You're a clanging. I'm definitely gonna tell my girl that you just said that. Clanging guy. I wish I wish just like for all the bad reviews we get, I wish we just got one that was like one star. That guy clangs things around. Like I think that's a challenge. Maybe I shouldn't put it out because I get like fifty of them, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe make it a five star but also put he clangs things around. I don't know. It's, I just feel hey, like this is a Burt po- this, this podcast. I figured I'd clang a little bit. It's the Burt pod. <laughs> it's a layoff. It's the Burt pod. If we're not going to have some beers on this one, I don't know which one to get into. I do love that Burt said that Winston Churchill is his favorite alcoholic. <laughs> that is... Legend. Amazing. Legend. As a Brit, I'm like, yes. Le- thank you. Legend thing to say. Thank you. I wanted to pull up a bunch of... Uh, winston churchill quotes but my favorite i i didn't pull any up but my favorite one of him is he he's in parliament and he's drunk why not 
You know, it's like the 19 fucking 30s or 40s. Like, he's hammered. And he's insulting people left and right. And one of, like, what's great about, like, the British Parliament is, like, female politicians have been in there for a long time. Really? Like, for whatever reason, the Brit... Yeah, dude. We had... Like, even back in, like, the 30s and 40s, like, we had female MPs. We had um, Margaret Thatcher in the 80s as the prime minister. Like... You know, it's a smart, it's a smart, progressive country, right? But anyway, I, I and I don't mean progressive like better than others. I just mean that like open to like who yeah. is the best of the time. Right. So, so this lady is in there and she's very very smart. She's very clever, and Winston's talking a lot of shit. And she turns to Winston Churchill and she's like, she goes, Winston, you're drunk, and she goes. I may be drunk, but tomorrow I'll be sober, and you'll always be ugly. Oof. <laughs> Which is as dark as you can imagine. And, you know, here's the thing. He probably had a lot of respect for her, like, no doubt. Yeah. I would imagine if you look at the whole picture, like, they probably had good banter all the time. Like, they probably were always talking shit, so he wasn't, like, really picking on her. But that's a... That's a pretty fucking dark comeback for sure. Uh, you gotta like it. I think if I, as a comedian, you are, and um, I like to laugh. I think that saying the funniest thing is probably the best case scenario from here on out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but they're not comedians; they're politicians. Well, well, fuck them. They're just winding each other up constantly. All... British Parliament loves to do. Oh, really? They love it. I didn't know that. Oh, dude, they talk a lot of shit in there. Hmm. Yeah, it's not like the Congress in the U.S. What is it? Like they get they get into each other. They're just giving each other shit constantly. Were you ever? What was your? Were you attached to the Princess Diana situation? Was that a thing for you? What do you mean? I don't know. Did you guys talk on the phone, or were you guys friends? I remember I, when she I, I died. Thought every, I don't I thought, know. What do you? I thought, what do you say? I thought you guys all knew each other. Was I sad when she died? Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, that was a rough like, moment. She seemed cool. She seemed like one of the more normal versions of the. How do you? What do you have a do you, royalty? What do you think about her kids? Are you attached to them? Did you guys hook up or no? They seem like nice people. <laughs> I know some people that know Harry. What do they say? They said he was cool. They said he was a cool Appreciate dude. That. So he used to hang out in Tepri, which is close to where I lived. And uh, one of my ex-girlfriends had friends that uh, used to kind of hang out and party with him. And they were like, he was a cool dude. Nice. Good guy. Yeah. I, I, like, you know, a bit full of himself because the, the first part of his name is Prince. Uh, right? But he wasn't, you know, he was down to have a good time. Like, I like that. He likes the party. There we go. I'm Let's in. call him. Can, can we have our ad agency reach out to friends? He lives right next to you, bro. Go find <laughs> he him. He lives here in he lives in Beverly Hills now, I think. Well, yeah. Well, no, not Let's that. have him call me. I don't want to call him. <sighs> Imagine we'll do that. a double day. Yeah, get him some sunscreen. He's ginger. Is he gingy? Yeah. <laughs> Full on, on ginger. <clears throat> oh, what did you think about um, Bert talking about um, Goggins and Jocko and like wanting to know him and being inspired by him and all this. I like what Joe was saying that, that Jocko, 
Because he was like, oh, I think Jogger would just think I'm a loser. Bo was saying, kind dude, of. Dude, I'm, so, but I'm th- so thankful you brought that up because I'm, I'm so happy with that. I can't describe the way Bert talked about Dave. I'm going to call him Dave. Does he even go by Dave? He probably goes by David. But the way he talked about him, like, literally got me fired up. Like, I got, like, a fucking fire in my stomach to just fucking... He was like, they were, they pulled up that video, and I and I listened to that, and then I, I was telling you today, as on my bike, riding to Golds, all I hear is fucking, who gonna carry the boats? Who gonna carry the boats? Right. And that's all that's going through my fucking head, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna go fucking tear my body apart and see what fucking happens today just literally based on that fucking thought process like it was i sent it to my girl and i was like here we go i guess we'll just do fucking three hours at the gym today (laughs) yeah yeah but i mean the fact that he brings it up and is like that fires me up like he goes into a different gear Oh, right? it gets me. He just like is ready to roll. It's like pouring hot sauce on hot food and then fucking pouring your eyeballs. It's like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Animal man. I would like to I, I'm curious to know if someone doesn't get motivated motivated by God. I because I, I've met people up here in Montana that are hunters that like are a little bit I don't know. I've talked to him a little bit, and they're just like, I don't know, that Cameron Haynes guy, man. There's a lot of hunters up here that are like that. Get the fuck and, out know, of here. He's not anything special. Get yeah, I'm a bit like that. I'm like, here. dude, he, walk, he runs 240 he, miles. But the thing about that... 10 marathons? <laughs> get the fuck Slow out down. of here. Slow down. Here's the thing. Weak people talk about other people. Period. Period. That's what it sounded period. like. Yeah, period. A little bit. Period. Like jealousy. Jealousy. You don't talk about other... Uh, the only thing that I fucking want to do is bring people up and acknowledge their fucking awesome accomplishments. If you ever would c- look at Cameron Haynes and say something like that, you have some weak bones in your fucking body, bro. Well, it's clearly dumb, so I have to say. Dumb. I don't respect it. I, because it doesn't make any no, sense. I'm like, oh, you know people like this? You know people that can run 240 I, I got, miles? But, I got no space. But my question is, who could say that about Goggins? Like, not that you can even pick on Cameron, because you shouldn't be able to, but but Goggins is the red line version of the red line people. I feel... Like, he is so off the charts of, like, what can is I, humanly Can you tell me that I... That who could say that he isn't about... And I'm, I want to stay humble right now, but, like, literally when I see him and I hear him, it's... I can't tell you the vibrations that go through my body in here. And I know his story is very similar to my story in to some regard. I cannot relate so well to somebody like that. It was it feels so good to hear him say it. I know it's fucking crazy and I'm I like I like to party and I still like to love and I think he's probably a fucking awesome dude too. Like but I'm pretty sure he's so engaged with not releasing the party part. But when I hear his voice, it fucking resonates to a, to a, to like a, I don't know. My girl just got a sound bath the other night and she said it tuned me up. And I, when I hear his voice, it fucking tunes me up. Who gonna carry the fucking boats? That's what goes through my head. 
Yeah, when he, when he's benching, that video of him benching, when he's like, you don't know me. I sent that. You I, don't, I, like, he, you know he's exhausted. And when Cameron You don't know says, me, son. Here's the you thing don't know me, with, son. Yeah, he goes. I sent that meme you sent to me. I sent it to her. <laughs> he goes, he gets tired, right? And you, and like, his feet hurt, or he has to take his shoes off. Oh. And, like, look, when Cameron Haynes says, and he's trained with so many people, when he says, look, if you're taking your shoes off and doing all that, that's the end. That's the end of you. Like, you're not going to do it. They carried on running, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Goggins just runs up to them, past them, and is just screaming in his own mind of go. That's all that goes through my it's head. Like, that's all that goes through my head. Dude. I love it. Like, I fucking love it. And I feel like if... You, if uh, That's exciting stuff. Dude, man. it's fucking... It's it invigorating. It's like a... Because we... Everyone gets hard days. Everyone, <laughs> everyone gets every hard days. Every single person. Everyone does. For every... Like, any... Like, somebody was talking to me the other day, and they were like... And, I, and it made sense. They were like, hey, how awesome do you think Joe's life is? Rogan. And I was like, I'm sure it's an amazing life. He has a great life. And he's like, dude... I'm sure he has a lot of downtime and a lot of quote-unquote boring times and a lot of times that are just regular, like, life. And he, he, if you think about it, he talks about the difficulties that he puts in daily. And he doesn't always enjoy it, just like Goggins. I don't know. Like, these guys do hard shit that probably isn't the 100% best thing they want to do. If I could get the feeling that I feel when I leave the gym... And then, like, some fucking sort of pill, I'd probably do that. But the thing about it is, is the hard work that goes in, there's nothing more satisfying than looking back and being like, all right, I just put that time in. I donated that. Yeah, but how many times have you rode over there and been like, I kind of wish I was doing something else? Zero. Zero. Well, you're a freak, Gary. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, there's never been a time that I... I, there just hasn't like I I know that's the medicine that. Well, we'll see once we get you into jujitsu. Oh, okay. How about okay, that? mouth mouth. Because we'll see if you say zero times that I don't want to go get my. Dude, there are plenty of times. I, that I I go up there and I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be a nightmare. I don't buy that. You go in there, fucking. All right. You, well, let's get all you. All right. There. I'm down. I mean, I always feel the same when I leave. Feels good. Mostly relieved. I didn't die. I'm in. But there are plenty of moments that don't feel good before I go there. Like what? And that's an important thing to talk like about. That's important that Goggins talks about it. Like he doesn't want to put his shoes on and go for a run. I don't want to do it. Like let's not pretend that everybody wants to do Nobody that. Nobody wants to do I it. don't want to do it. That's what separates the fucking winners from the losers. They want to win. Wait, what? That's what separates... A, I mean... I feel like every day is like a resume of your life. Like the decisions and the, and the conscious things that you do and how you treat people are, are, are the resume that you write on a, every single day basis. There's no time off. There's no supposed to be. It just, that's what it is. So like when you, when, and I'm not trying to be like a freak or anything. I'm just saying when you say that, like that, I hope that people see the value in that. Like that's the most important thing is when you, exhibit those behaviors you reflect those behaviors back and you are a constant mirror no i agree but i don't think that it's helpful saying that you never don't want to go to the gym 
because most people don't want to go and i feel like you still kind of don't want i don't want to go i don't i don't oh i'm telling you right now i don't want to go ever if i could feel the way i'd yeah, I wasn't saying that oh, you're not oh, oh, not okay. gonna go. Just... You're always gonna but go because you're a weirdo <laughs> and you go every day like a fucking machine. But but it's important to say that you don't want to. Some people can't even go. I don't want. Once I don't week. want to. If if you could hand me a pill that said, "Hey, you'll feel this way after you leave," I'd be like, "Cool, I'll take that pill." Maybe I don't know if I would because of the timing, and the mindset, and the breathing, and a lot of the things that go through my head, I need to deal with on a daily basis just to get... Well, you're on your own there, because if they had a pill that was like... If they had a steroid, <laughs> that they would just like, dude, you take this, you look like the rock, and you don't ever have to lift weights, but if you needed to, you could just throw <laughs> a car over a house. I'd be like, yeah, man, take it. I know, but how how beneficial would that be if everybody else had it? Well, true, but we don't need to compare ourselves to everyone. What? We just have Ooh, to be look. massive. Whoa, whoa, like whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, and then... let's slow down. Let's go ahead and revalue that fucking statement. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole point. We don't always have to value ourselves. I think that's human nature, is to always compare yourself. And I, Yeah, of course. I get it. Even I get when it. We... But also, it... if there was just a pill that you took that was more effective than the hardest workouts that you could do, if science got to that point, you'd be mad not to take that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I And then it would almost be like working out at that point would just be, um, I don't know, like some nostalgia. Nerds. Like you're just taking yourself <laughs> into the gym just to like hang out with your buddies. You're like, look how easy this is. Why do we even do we, this? This we, is already done We used to us. do this in the 60s. Yeah, right. I wasn't around. What do you think about um, Bert t- talking about all his uh, um, IVs? Him and and um, what was that other comedian's name? Mark. Norman. I want to try it. And he would be doing the IVs after Red Rock. I mean, and Joe always talks about it too, and Dave talks about it. I mean, that's what he said that they would go to those IV drips. I would love to try that just to see how it would make me feel. How expensive do you think those are? They can't be that. Who much. cares? We're abundant. Well, I, you know, my roommate uh-huh. in Santa Monica, the fireman, we used to have IVs. We never did any of them. We had a drawer of them. I, and he, because he was like a paramedic, like whatever the, the medical side of the fire department. So we had IVs. Right. I probably just got him fired. But... We didn't mention any names. Well, maybe. So, but like we had them in this drawer. And we never use one ever. And he was like, yeah, anytime we get super hungover, we can just do these. I never did them. I was like, what? I don't, I don't know. Like, it, I'd try it. It just never came up. But it seems like a great idea. Those guys love put, that. Put stuff. new blood in your body? Seems like a refreshing thing. No, that's not what it is at what all. Is it? It's just IV. Bro, it's just like a saline solution. I'm not a scientist. So like like water. And I obviously, Playoff. it's not, but it's not blood. <laughs> They're not in blood. I know. I just system. made that up. I was talking. Oh, okay. Well, we try it. <laughs> we try it. How about next year? All right, I'll, make that. I mean, next next year is only. Let's go to Burning. Let's go to Burning Man. Let's try. It. I'm in. You in? What What, oh, what do you think? What do you? Th- can I just ask you a quick question? What are your thoughts on minimalism? No. 
taking no. What minimalism? Well, it's good for your budget. Is it? Do you prefer to have? A, I would recommend do it. Do you like stuff? Uh, you come. You're a guy that's had a lot of stuff. What, uh, what's better, less or more? It's got to be less, right? I mean, how much shit do you? It doesn't got to be. You tell me. I'm curious. I I don't know. I think I don't. There's some stuff you need, though, right? I mean, you but you can keep it pretty basic. I think people can go off the rails with buying shit, right. for sure. Right. And all it takes is a click to do that now. Isn't that kind of a weird thing? Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all it takes. Dude, yeah, you like build up your Amazon wish list, and at the end of the month, just like completely empty your account. Like that's a dangerous. It's so weird how much. A- dangerous advertising mode. can have an impact on your life too like like i think it's important to recognize that like because even like when i'm like well think about it i don't know if if you think about this but like back in the day when we used to watch regular tv the commercials that always stood out to me were the car commercials always like buy the new car buy the new truck you don't see that that much these days watching like streaming stuff and youtube and like so i never think about buying new vehicles ever that's a good point but it always used to be a thing i remember those lexus commercials for some reason i never even liked those cars i know they're good but i would just see them and i'm like god I probably need a lexus maybe that'll make me happy oh. like they they work what you see commercials enough you want to buy shit that's just for anyone to say that they're not like that they don't believe in that. I don't. I don't know. Oh, that is so- That's why I kind of feel weird about running ads on this podcast. Sometimes I'm like, shit. Do I really want <laughs> the people that listen to this to buy this shit? I that like I try to. I we try to put stuff on that I'm like, yeah, this is actually dope. Right. But like you know, sometimes they are just like. Oh, also, we will sponsor you to do this. I'm like, okay. I don't have a lot of time to think about it. Hold on, is this any good? Is that is that is that a time to be righteous? I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I, so that's a weird dichotomy, dude. I somewhat, I think so. Why not? Right? Why not? Why not keep a bit of integrity in the world of no one has integrity? I agree. Like that's what? what, a little what bit. Do you, what, we could be. What like, are you gonna do? You're gonna buy a new fucking watch? Like what are you gonna do? <clears throat> yeah. Well, what would we not advertise? Well, here's on the thing: here? we've never talked about Let's, that. How about we say that? Nothing. We will... no cigarettes. I'm cool with that. We'll just... I would advertise alcohol, though. I like. Here's the alcohol. deal: I'll, I'll advertise cigarettes too. Fuck it. If it if it Why? makes you happy, then do it. All right. What are we do? What? Well, that's freedom. What are we doing? Like, do whatever the fuck you want. At all times. It's in the name of the fucking game. That's freedom. If you don't... There's got to be something you wouldn't advertise. I mean, though. I'm not going to promote, like, rape or, like, child pornography. Dude, who is paying <laughs> to advertise rape, I'm just, I'm just... That is a I'm terrible saying, example. Yes, clearly. <laughs> I'm just saying. If a company came to us and was like, Hey, hey we gotta... we're not saying we're into it, but we just support it. If you could just talk about it, I'm just that, I'm just that seems when it, really okay. This kind of okay. Let's go. Okay, this is a good circle back to the the vaccine situation. Oh God! We're not here. We go. <laughs> let's let's just have a, a quick moment with this. Obviously, I don't I don't want to promote anything <laughs> negative. That's let's go ahead and preface that. 
Um, I want to promote you do whatever makes you happy. Period. And I'm going to leave it right there. And I, as long as it's not against the law. If it's like murder. Uh, yeah, let's stay away from murder and let's stay away. From, here, here's a better preface. As long as you're not hurting anybody else. I'm cool with that. But but they but, but a lot of people think that if you don't get vaccinated, you that's are rude. That's rude. Someone. That's rude. Okay. Okay. The okay. From, so. Okay. From a non let's let's have this conversation from a non car owner, uh, from a non car owner. Now, you own you own a car. Last year, you killed forty two thousand people. Well, that's that you own a car is the total. You own deaths. a car. You own a car. You did that with your yeah. car. That's more. That, well, that they did that, not one person. That, okay, that. but that's more, substantially more than people that died from COVID last year. Substantially more. Well, hold on. So they're saying that it's like six hundred thousand. I know that. I know that's a caveman analogy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not no, owning. But let's that. let's break saying, it down. Like, let's be honest. I get it. I get We're what doing numbers. Saying, like, what the fuck look at are we it. doing? And you know we we barely know anything about Very, this, but let's try our best. So six hundred thousand people ish in the U.S. died of COVID. They're saying that five percent of those people only had one or less comorbidities, which is thirty thousand people. Um, so that's kind of on par with the with the deaths of cars. Now, you could say that, well, the people with more comorbidities, they need to be protected too. I get it. Like, they need to be more protected. But, um, you know, one or less is like you're really taking care of yourself. Like, maybe you have uh, uh, an autoimmune problem or something. But, like, you can, you can reduce your comorbidities. Right. If you have, especially if you have like four, like they're not all like genetic to the point where you can't get away from it for maybe for some people, but, but like you can get in shape to not have all of them. So yeah, it's like close to the car accident thing. And then if you look at it that way, it's like, well, they're not putting a lot of pressure on, you know, Elon Musk to, to only make self-driving cars. Which would save a lot of people's lives. Like, Elon's cars are way safer. We're literally just picking issues and qualifying them as important. That's what's weird. And it obviously has to be, like, lobby-based. Like, the political, like, has to be... All right, real quick. Am I on speaker right now? Yeah, my headphones just died. Are we fucking this? Okay, brilliant. Great. What's the difference? Good. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to sound it's fine to everyone hey, listening. Don't worry. Let's don't worry. talk about the future. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. Get down to it. Did, hey, wait. Did did Bert talk about shrooming and, like, wanting to shroom? Did he say that he had, like, done a lot of shrooming or he was microdosing, I mean, he grew right? up in Florida. I'm sure he's done a lot of shit he's not talking about. But... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dalton. We love you. We love you. Son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I. 
What a good. What is a, that is that you've something you've tried? Have you tried um, microdosing? Um, I've done microdosing. I've done macro dosing too. Yeah, well, I would imagine you macrodose <laughs> everything. I've done micro from time to time, but do you think that, you alcohol, think that alcohol is the most useless microdosing you could well, do? Mean, what would that even be? A kombucha? I don't know. I feel like it's a good bonding material. Yeah, but not for yeah, microdosing. Micro oh, oh. The micro is like a tiny oh, amount. Like what are you going to do? Like a quarter of a beer and, and then like oh, get oh, a saying. reaction yeah. from it? It's right. not going to work, yeah, right? No. It's like the worst drug, drug to you microdose. You need to pour a fireball in your nostrils. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that is clearly <laughs> macrodosing. No, but when it comes to the mushrooms, what, I think that Joe he probably said it when he was faded on one of these one of his pods. But he's like, if every politician had to do one dose of mushrooms, it opens your mind up to everything, does it not? It, it, uh, I need to be. I, I, I think that it's probably, pr probably good depending on the dosage. If you went too heavy, if anyone went too heavy and they'd never done it before, you might just get scared. I get scared too, but getting scared is, I'm not saying that I promote a lot, but yeah, start small. But I think there is a huge, it's like a, it's like, it's like when you pull the, the leaf back. I don't know how to describe it. It's like when you pull the blinds open and you're like, oh, now I see yeah, I think the yeah, expression, I think the expression is, is pull the curtains, but yeah, you're close to it. It's loud outside now, I'm on speakerphone, so lay off, I'm just trying to come up with some things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a nightmare to fucking sort the sound quality out, but it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm sure there's not a bunch of shuffling sounds and other noises. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, but you're right. It's like, it's one of those, it's like, how do you get to the point, though? Like, how do you make, how do you make a system where, like, once a year the politicians do shrooms together? Like, it just, I, I believe it's a future that could exist. I really do. I feel like it could be a thing. But it's so not accepted. Like, even with this, like, slow legalization in different areas, and now there's therapy in this, and blah, 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 but it's like, none of the, none of the politicians will ever, like, admit that they have, like, mental problems, and we know they all do. Here's a, here's a reasonable solution. Alright. Term limits, age limits. Age limits, age limits should be a age thing limit, and, I don't, and I don't want to take anything away from like old wise not at people all. but after like why 70, even be in that position just take a step why back, even be in that please get, let let the to, to even want that is narcissistic at that point it's like you're trying to be a god it's like you yeah, had your time yeah chill on you, the beach no 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 you, you had your time you had your time. Have your time have your time and then pass it on and let the generation grow that's what life's about like progression like let the next generation come in and write the next book, rather than holding on to this old bullshit that we're doing here, is just silly. Like, mm. stop with the age thing. And like, our president is seventy-eight years old. What the fuck are we doing? Dude, are we gonna have a hundred? What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like what's the? It sounds. I'd rather crazy. have a seventy-eight is really, really old. Man. Really old. What are you doing? 
Nobody in my life has lived past fucking 55. And you're <laughs> and you're running the goddamn country? What are we talking about, bro? Sometimes what are we fucking is doing? Difficult to understand. I you're wiser that. than like our last president said the most outrageous shit I've ever heard ever, which I don't think is good either. But at times, I'm not saying you always said that, but like sometimes he said some outrageous shit. But this one sometimes says some things that I I can't even understand the words. So I'm I like like that's confusing. Because I'm like, what I wouldn't, if I was at the UPS store, and I was like, hey, how much is it to send this package? And he started telling a story back in 1920, and people touching his legs. That guy's rubbing lotion on his legs. I don't know. If he just started a waffle like that, I'd be like, all right, look. I think I need to talk to somebody else because I'm not going to know how much this package is going to cost to send. That's reasonable. That's a reason. That's a reasonable thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So when I when I I don't know what else to say about that. Last thing. Let's just talk about how much they play music on the pod and how much I love that. We could do when they talked about Joey Diaz doing his own radio show on Spotify. I am 100% I'm in. in. I'm in. That's a great fucking idea. I'll pay idea. Patreon on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I will listen to that all day. All right, let's jump over to Mike Baker and uh, let's finish this thing up. We're going long, but um, aliens. Uh, Mike Baker, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but you know, we say aliens with him, but like fucking Mike Baker, give us some alien information. What do you mean? I don't feel. I feel no. I feel like he's being coy with. I don't at all. I feel like he. I love Mike Baker. I really do. I've liked him ever since he went on Rogan. He's a badass. I love that he just comes on and like does his thing. Dude, that would be some backward shit if he's acting that genuine, talking about his kids. Yeah, he's a dope guy. But give us more information. And you know what? If you don't have it, Mike, go back. Go back to the fucking CIA and get some. Dude, he's a fucking father of three awesome boys. Like, let him fucking live his life. Dude, he's just doing these interviews out of fucking just because he likes Joe. Let's be honest. No, I get it. No, I get it. But I want to know UFO <laughs> he, stuff, uh, bro. Like, who are we going? It does to bother me. It does bother me that he's like. When, right it, I don't want to say bothers me, but when he was like, he's like, I just wouldn't do what Snowden did. He's like, I would have done this, that, and the other. Dude, I did. Dude, I, did, I, I that upset me. I, a little I, I heard him bit. say but that. I, I get it. I, I respect too. I him. Too. He's a patriot and all the rest of it. But I'm like, dude. I do too. Come on, you know it's right. illegal. And you're also like, hey, I 100% wouldn't right. do this. He's I, like, I would have done, I would have done something different. It's weird because I respect it, but I also well, don't. I, I think so I don't it's know probably CIA is probably a life. I got a pain too. Keep talking. I think CIA is probably like a lifetime gig. Is my point. Like you don't get to like separate from that. You think? You gotta keep talking. I gotta pee too. I just hold it. Um, I well, the thing about this. When they start talking about, um, did they get into Guantanamo, or was I just watching a recent Netflix situation? You gotta talk on your own, bro. Like, this is part of your skill set. Fair enough. Mike, Mike. <laughs> 
Here's my deal with Mike Baker. I love Sluggo. What was his kid's names? I, I just named Sluggo. Yeah, that was brilliant, yeah, that Garrett. Was brilliant, I went to pee for like 25 I got seconds. I got to pee, too. You had one job, which was keep talking while I was gone, and you were asking me questions. Yeah, watch how I do it. Watch how easy this is. I think that Mike Baker really, like... I You know, and here's the thing. they He probably is giving all the information he has. He... I don't think he knows, you know, that maybe there's nothing to know. You know what I mean? Maybe the things that that um, the UFO guys are talking about is maybe not true, right? I mean, it's hard to know. But maybe it is, but also it's a big organization. Like the CIA isn't like, oh, by the way, you work here, so we'll tell you everything that happens everywhere. And it was the CIA even that involved in UFOs maybe at one time, maybe not, I don't know. But I I think he does his best. I think he comes out and says what he needs to, and there might be a part of him that just decides that no matter what, I don't bring up, like, maybe when he reconnects with the agency, they just say, you can't talk about this. And he just has it locked in that he doesn't. And, you know, in a way, I have to respect that. You have to respect that. Oh, you're back. He doesn't strike me as that guy. Yeah, did you notice how I didn't ask you any questions at all? Because you were peeing and you wouldn't be able to talk. Here's my thought. Well, I'm just saying. That's all I'm asking. I'm not as good as you are, right? Kill him, bro. Kill him, bro. Here's the thing. That would be a tough sell to be like, if you're in, like, the way he talks about his integrity otherwise. It would be a tough sell to say that I wouldn't be this way for this reason. Because he seems like such a... I don't know what the word is, like, transparent guy. He's like, I don't have... Like, what's your... Like, what... Otherwise, unless you're worried about your safety, why would... Like, Edward Snowden lives in fucking Russia because he's scared, right? Yeah. Or he got exported there. Like, that makes sense. So if that would be the situation for Mike Baker, I get it. Like, that would be a reason to not talk about it. Otherwise, you just say you got to export. I don't know what the word is. Layoff. Deported. Only because you're <laughs> just because you were fucking attached to that word layoff. But either, but either way, I don't. It would seem interesting to be attached to a subject unless it came down to your safety of your family. Is that accurate? Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think it's a safety issue. I don't think that no, like nobody's threatening Mike Mike Baker's um, family at all. I think that like he just might not have good information. Okay, maybe nobody's told. Maybe nobody's told. I don't know. I mean, he's been out. It would be weird. CA. It would be an interesting. What did you think of what he was saying about the Afghanistan? Leaving, like leaving all the equipment, and. Um, pretty, pretty that was so a, that I don't mean, know, man. I mean, he obviously is that whole scenario whole was a debauchery. It's interesting, sink well, and not to say lib or Republican, but it's like he, he's kind of more of a I don't want to say pro Trump guy, but like he just appreciated the fact that Trump was like, no bullshit, like, let's just go do this stuff. 
I'm not a pro-Trump guy at all. He's a fucking moron. But a few decisions could really dictate a lot of fucking, like, information and a lot of, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, you could change things real quick if you just made a couple of rash decisions like they did. But getting out of Afghanistan obviously hasn't been positive. Like we've, like there's been no positive of it. If a, if a, I don't know what the what what they took over, but within two weeks they took over. The Taliban took over within two weeks of us leaving. Yeah. How, yeah. I mean, how could that? And we've been there for what, sixteen, twenty years? Within two weeks? Well, but let's maybe let's play devil's advocate. What could the positive be? Like we're not dumping millions and billions of dollars a year into that area. I mean, obviously that area got fucked up. I feel bad for the people there that were trying to like get away from the Taliban. That sucks. But you know, if we're just talking purely positive, you're just right. So we got a list of like there's ten negatives which we can all see because it was a fuck up. But maybe let's take one positive. One positive, one positive could be that we're saving money. Because we're not dumping money over Oh, coming back. And maybe Here, let's just... That's the only positive. What are we talking about? That's I mean, not from a human standpoint, but from an American... Yeah, I don't... I'm not saying That's the only one. That's the only one that makes sense. Because if you care about humanity, that's that makes sense, what you just said. That's That's the only reason. Because we're saving money. I'm sure that was what, now that you just said that, I'm sure that was going through the, <laughs> Donald Trump looks at the fucking budget and he's like, oh, there's 50 million being drained every year. Let's just get the fuck out of there. Oh, dude, it was like, oh, dude, it was or whatever like it is. Like, that would, like you just said exactly what it was. Like, that that would yeah, make the most yeah. sense, right? Well, but, oh, but we'll save money. Mike Baker was talking about making hypersonic missiles. That shit's expensive. So, so maybe part of the defense budget was like, hey, we could use this money and make these missiles that go so fast, no country can figure out what the fuck is going on before we shoot them. And why even stay there wasting this money? Those missiles sound... Look, I'm not like a big advocate for missiles. But, like, if any country has the best ones, I would like America to have them. No offense to the rest of the world. I know you will download the podcast. Seriously, I don't want you to get blown up by missiles either. Okay? I promise. But I live here, so I want us to have it. Let's be honest. What are we talking about? Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just saying that, like, if... I don't know. That's I don't what they know. would say. Somebody's going to develop them, right? And it's like, well, and it's like, well I, I would like to believe that America, that America could do the right thing with That's accurate. That's accurate. I feel like that's narcissistic. That's narcissistic of Americans. I agree. I think that it's okay. That seems like that's just like been our mentality. Like we can fucking fix the world because we were born on this weird ass continent. But yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, think I don't. I don't think do that we do all the right things. things. I mean, obviously, but you know, if, somebody you know, gonna if somebody's gonna have supersonic missiles, like, like you want to have them, 
They, uh, no, I just feel like us or would you I think us or more so. I want other places not. I don't want North Korea to have them. Do you want North Korea to have missiles so fast that no one can stop them? That seems like a bad idea. We have so clearly some countries can potentially have them that could do a better job than other countries. You're right. I don't know. It's hard to say, I, man. I would love it. And then the drone technology, I would love, stick some of those I, on that. I would love to have a meeting with Kim Jong-un. You? Yes. You, you're, you're basically like a Dennis Rodman level ambassador, so I feel like that would be okay. Okay. I'll take that level. I'm yeah. headed to Vegas. That's a compliment, bro. <laughs> I like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis, reach guy. out if you'd like. I met him outside the comedy <laughs> store one time. Legend. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like Dennis Rodman. And he just like, he was, I swear to God, I spoke to him for like maybe three or four minutes. Not long. I didn't want to bother him. Because there's this like really exclusive looking club next to the comedy store. It's like maybe a hotel. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's a dope looking place. And he was just stood outside smoking a cigar. And he just chatted with me for like a like was super nice. And but the thing about him, he was the coolest. You know, you meet some people and you're just like, yeah, that guy's cool. Like just cool. Like whatever that word is, like the Fonzie level version of that word. Everything about that guy. I feel that way. The way he spoke. I feel that way about you. The way he moved. Like just Robman is a legend. It was. I was honored. Even be there. Fair enough. What, what a nice mm. thing to say. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He was Should we wrap cool. this up? I didn't want to bother him too long. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting let's close. Finish let's finish up with. Let's see, let's see what else they talked about. Oh, the mess. Oh, in Australia. Mm. Let's finish up with that. Okay. We're gonna yeah. I kind of wanted to touch on that because, like, people. That's where America's headed. That's what. That's the thing. We're headed that way, at least in California. That's what's headed. That's what headed, and that's what I wanted. Right, to add. All right, what's happening in California? Well, it, ju- it just said it. October seventeenth that everybody's gonna have to be fucking vaccinated to come into restaurants, bars, and gyms. Or I don't know if it said okay. work there. There seems to be a loophole that I, one of my coworkers had mentioned to me that if you're a restaurant, in quotations bar, that you're gonna be somehow like not held to those restrictions but dude the idea that you're gonna enforce a mask mandate and all this stuff and then let off and then try and do it again you're out of your fucking mind like you have lost your mind i'm not doing it (laughs) i'm sorry like you told you fooled me once you will not fool me twice we went through this and we can go ahead and go back to all the podcasts before this power struggle and this idea that somebody else has a better insight on how to live your life is naive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that rubs people the wrong way, but I don't buy it. <laughs> oh, it will. Oh, it will. But, 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 so what does what that, that mean? I don't know. I guess like, we'll, that's, that's what I'm, like, I'm curious to see what that happens. Because you, like I was telling you earlier, it's like you're going to tell small businesses that have already suffered. That if you don't come into my restaurant with a card that says you've had a check mark by it, that I'm not your money's no good here. Are you fucking out of your mind? Like that just doesn't even make sense. But my, well, 
Well, you have to admit, have to admit that it's so you either got to be scared. You either got to be. It's not a thing we've done before. You either got to be scared about the fines. But I want to see the cops that walk in to write those fucking tickets. I want to see those actual humans that have to go through that process. Because if you're if you're going to separate yourself from owning what the fuck you're doing, that's that's going to be a that's going to be a fucking weird spot to be in. Because that's what that's what I was talking about earlier. It's like it's okay to be doing your job, but it comes down to a certain point where it's like you're still a human and you're still. It's like. If you saw somebody getting robbed, and but it was your job to like watch the door, you either got to go fucking help the person getting robbed or watch the door. What are you picking? Is my is my testament mm. is what what goes through my head. So you have to choose to say that to people because because that's gonna be a thing. You're gonna have to say something or and like and and not to be like a brute, but it's like you're gonna have to fucking. If I'm at the gym and you're going to enforce some shit, you're going to have to enforce it. Or you're going to have to call the cops or you're going to have to do something. Because I'm at the point now where it's like, I'm going to choose what the fuck I'm going to do. Period. You made me. What do you think this means for employees? I don't know. Like, that. So, business like, so business owners, I get it. Like, you're going to be hammered and, like, they're going to close you down. Like, new someone again after But what's the benefit of that? Like, what, where does the benefit the continued idiot but what would be, who was to start I, with? Who's winning on this is my question. Like, who wins? Like, just show me somebody that's winning. So then I can be like, all right, well, I guess that makes sense. Because the only I thing I guess they think they win. Like the only the thing that makes sense to me is the like it's not helping the economy. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because then you have to go. Pay. Hmm. I don't even know if you had to pay to get vaxxed. Did you pay to get vaxxed? I don't even know if you paid to do it. But no, it's like no, no, it was free. When I got mine, it was. Free. <sighs> I just don't even know where it comes from. It's like where, where, what, what, what's the benefit? Like who's winning? Is my point? Because it seems like we're just fucking shit up just to fuck shit up. Cause who, show me somebody that's winning, and then I'll be like, all right, that makes sense. That at least that person's winning, but I don't even know who yeah. that person is. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I just don't. I, it's a, I'm at a loss. Like what is Newsom? Like maybe a control thing. I don't know. I mean, you don't see that unless it comes from money. Money would be the only thing that would dictate that. But where is the money coming from when you're shutting down business? Is my question. What, what what are we doing? We're trying to fucking fuck up the economy. Who's winning? I really don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm asking these questions like as they're coming to my mind. Like who's winning? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Please, somebody reach out and tell me. I wish I wish we got to a point where we didn't have to discuss this I'm anymore. Done with it. Like it's right, fucking same. done. The same, and I'm sorry. I, I, I wish nothing but the best for anybody that's dealt with any fucking bad problems in their life that have been related to COVID. I got nothing but love. We we, but yeah, we gotta yeah. move I'm, forward. I'm in, I, I'm in the space where, where I whatever like whatever you choose to do, do, we gotta do it. We gotta move forward at some point. And I think that, I think that if you had people that die that fucking, I'm sorry. Awful. And, I'm really sorry. And, um, um, yeah. I'm not yeah. insensitive to that. Just... I'm empathetic to that. But come on, like, what are we doing? You, when you when you walk into a to-go restaurant here, I, I think LA is just like under a magnifying glass too when it comes to this. Yeah, I, you guys are. Yeah, you dude, guys I go into the fucking. 
Mexican restaurant to get a burrito, and I'm waiting in line next to three tables with all their masks off, and they're not enforcing it. It's just like it comes down to just a human experience now because it's like to request that. I, I'm just like I'm done wearing the mask, guys. I'm done doing it. And if you want me to do it, I guess I'll put it on. But you're gonna have to ask me to do it. That's where I'm gonna. That's I'm just drawing the line in the sand right now, because. And All I'll right. do it if, 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 if it makes it, if it makes you feel better. I'll do it. Alicia's like, I forgot the mask all the time, and I'm like, I don't want that to be something that we, like, keys, wallet, watch, fucking cell phone. I don't want mask to be the fifth fucking thing that I want to remember. I'm done with that, I, especially when it comes down to like human communication. Like, I don't want to be wearing a fucking mask. I want to. They're probably. They're probably forever now. No doubt. <sighs> no doubt. I don't know. Like, to some degree, they're with us forever. Because things that keep changing. I'm done with masks. I'm done. I think we're just, like, infinitely scared of viruses Are you? Like, we never were. Are you? I'm not scared of... I don't... I mean, don't get me wrong. There are ones. I mean, in the 80s. Like, when we grew up, learning about AIDS, that was scary. Like, there will always be new ones that are really scary that you need to take hyper precautions over. But, like, you have to also go back to normal life. The only things I'm... Which is, normal life is, like, you know, you can't just live in a bubble. I'm scared about losing the people that I love, and that's it. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to get them working. That's work literally out. the only thing I like. Scared of. Scared is not an option. You either thrive or you don't. Period. Well, but you, you, well, could, but be you, you could be scared. No, you're, you're scared. People get scared. People get scared. That's you're normal. Right. That's, where like, that's where this comes from. Getting scared. Getting scared. I know, and it's kind of interesting because if you can acknowledge that, then maybe you like just sit quiet for a second. <laughs> And realize it's not necessary. People care about you and love you. You don't need to worry about some sickness. It's one eleven. It's true. It's true. It's true. This is it's why we need to come. Like Mike Baker needs to step forward. The next time he's on, and just be like, "Hey, we found aliens, and this is where they are." So we have something else to fucking talk about. This is. I think this is why Elon is trying to get out to space. He's trying to give us something else to talk about. It's not just like, oh, let's push humanity forward so we can go to different planets. Let's give us something else to be excited about instead of constantly worrying about these things. I agree with that. How dope would it be? Seriously. I agree with that. The day that they're just like, we found them. They're there. They speak all the languages. They have the answers. We're like, oh, gee, thank God. Because these hairless monkeys on this planet were not figuring this shit out. We weren't getting that. I'm down. We tried, but we were We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. All right, love it. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, write a review about Gary. Please do. Exclusively, <laughs> exclusively write about. That's fair. I deserve it. That will make me. I love you guys. But we love you as always. Thank you, and yeah, tune in for next week. Hey, shoot us some 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 feedback just so we know if we're doing good or bad. Please and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Love you guys. Mostly about. Yeah, just about me. Just about. Just about me.
Season four. On. All right. Later. 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 Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.